From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we uh, get ready to roll through a Thursday morning. Uh, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. Good morning, Ward White. How are we? Good. Good morning. What's happening, Ryan? Nothing much. I'm just happy because it's game day. It's game day for the University Trojans. The U-Dogs headed to Pflugerville to take on Conley. And uh, that game over on our sister station tonight. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kick. Does this game have any bearing on playoffs? Well, I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, of course, University's got to win, of course. But I think... They do? To get in? Or I thought no, they were no, already. No, no, no. Oh, I see what you mean. No, they're already in. They're already in. But okay, I, I guess it probably has something to do with seeding. seeding. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean if yeah, I mean if they win this game, I don't in, and then they play Belton really for the outright championship, don't they, for first place? Uh, yes, and if uh, <laughs> how about that? I mean, what a turnaround! Oh, and ten yeah. to playing for a championship, possibly that's crazy. But you got to get past this one first. Yep. Now Conley has uh, struggled. 0-8 on the season. So uh, we uh, we wish the, the Trojans all the best. This, this is fun. Good stuff. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, well, we, you know what? Let's go ahead and welcome into the program from the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas, Mike Gray. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Uh, doing well. Doing well. What's going on at the Humane Society this week? Um, well, you know, we have our Halloween bash, um, this Saturday, 7.30 to midnight. It'll be the um, biggest fundraiser we have all year. Um, and should be a whole lot of fun. It's at the Waco Convention Center. There's still some tickets available. Uh, you know, if you go to our website, hsctx.org, there's a link on there. You can click to, to get some tickets. Uh, it's a costume party. Um, Ward, uh, there is a dog costume party. We're looking for some models to walk down a runway. If uh, <laughs> you and the pup want to want to join, I'll go ahead and pencil you in. I think that'd may be have, a splendid idea. May have to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll text each other after the show. We'll we'll All figure right. something out. <laughs> but, uh, it should be a lot of fun. There'll be a silent auction there. A bunch of businesses donated some really great things. Uh, you can win, and it all goes to a really good cause because, like I said, this is the biggest fundraiser we have. This uh, goes to help not only dogs at the shelter, but dogs uh, in the community. What um, yeah, I was going to say, what where do the funds go? How how do you disperse those funds? Yeah, so 100 percent of the funds are going to go back to the Humane Society, and so those will go to our uh, spay and neuter program. You know, we uh, Humane Society of Central Texas. Uh, Every animal that leaves that shelter, um, we pay for their spay or neuter surgery. Uh, we're a nonprofit, so uh, you can imagine that gets pretty expensive. Uh, we have a HAPS program, which helps owners keep their dogs. Um, it's not going to be anything from buying them dog food 
to helping them with fencing, dog houses, uh, things like that. Um, it goes, you know, our rescue transportation. We have a, a wonderful uh, rescue coordinator who, who uh, reaches out to these different rescues and gets about 100 dogs into rescue a month. Uh, and so to get those dogs to that rescue, you know, it takes, you know, transportation funds um, and enrichment and behavior training. You guys know I'm kind of fond of that too. So we uh, funds for that as well. All right, so what? What we got that coming up? Uh, what else do we need this week? Do we need dog food? Do we need blankets with the the cool weather coming up? What What do we need? Where, if somebody wanted to go run over to one of the local pet stores and, and buy some supplies and, and donate, what would you need? Uh, dog food is always very important. Um, is there a particular? Still- uh, and, and I don't mean to. Are we looking for a particular brand styled? I mean, you want can, you want bag, you want dry. I mean, bag, bag is always good. Can's good. Uh, really, really anything that that you can get is good. We don't really uh, discriminate on the dog food because you know dogs uh, pretty much eat anything. So as long as it's made for dogs, we're good with it. Um, we are still close to the public right now. Uh, we still have a sickness going through the uh, shelter, so. Um, you know, with ACO uh, still running and picking up dogs and bringing dogs in, and then us not being able to get any dogs out, you can imagine we're filling up pretty quickly. Um, we had uh, five dogs euthanized on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm sorry, or Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, um, just because we're getting overcrowded. And so if you do find a dog on the streets, um, you know, please try to. Uh, you know, go knock on some doors. So I get the dog chip checked and, and things like that. So uh, we can try to get the dog back home that way. All right, Mike. So the, the numbers are at a point to where uh, you're having to do that, huh? Yeah, unfortunately. And we are, like I said, we're, we're not open uh, to the public. So no, you're nobody's allowed to walk through the kennels right now. And But dogs are still being brought into the shelter. So it's kind of, uh, you know, there's nothing anybody can really do right now. And so, just you know um yeah help them out take care of your pets and and uh make sure that they uh that they stay home and if they don't go find them man you gotta you gotta do that uh what a shame all right mike i appreciate your time as always i uh, wish you the best with uh with your event make sure you get uh, that information over to uh to ward because i really would like to i like to see that i think that would be i think that's a splendid idea <laughs> I'll get it to him. He'll get a VIP. Yeah, I'm sure Coco would uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Mike Gray over at the Humane Society. It, it, isn't that a shame? That is an absolute shame. Mm. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. All right, uh, 706. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We do it every Thursday. We visit with Mike, kind of get you up to speed on what's going on over at the Humane Society. I, I, did you guys see? The release, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame has released their, their class of 2023. Uh, that's for the induction ceremony in April. They'll um, they'll hold the induction ceremony on April the 15th. Uh, it is an amazing, amazing class for the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, I need I need to yell at Jay Black and get him on the program again. But let's know who's going into the Hall of Fame in April. We'll we'll lead off just because. Just because we want to, uh, head basketball coach of the Baylor Bears, Scott Drew, and is going to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. His fellow inductees include Robert Brazil, former Houston Oiler, Jose Cruz, former Houston Astro, 
and forgive me, I hope I get this name right, Carlette Gidry Falkway. She was a diver, I believe. Three-time Olympian. No, no, hang on a second. Let me let me double-check here. I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. She was a uh, University of, of Texas track star. There you go. Priest Holmes was was in the uh, is in that class. I think he could play a little football, couldn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Adrian Peterson's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think he's not bad at football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, now here's here's uh, Cynthia Potter uh, from Houston, Texas, three-time Olympian, 72, 76, and 80 in diving, and she uh, was a bronze medal winner in 76. And, oh, by the way, also going to be in town for the induction ceremony. Some dude that plays some football – at Texas Southern, I, th- I think his name is Michael Strahan. Yeah, yeah, he, he was pretty good. Vaguely familiar with Michael Strahan. What a class, huh? Uh, that's great. What a class. Big class. Great class. Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, uh, Charlotte, uh, Carlette uh, Guidry, Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. That is pretty darn impressive. Uh, what a class. April the 15th, 2023. So we'll get you more details as we get closer to that. But uh, I saw the release yesterday and I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's uh, that's an impressive class to say the least. I mean, you've got, and again, the crazy part about it is we talk about this all the time. The The Texas high school football hall of fame, uh, it, you know, it's a separate entity that's housed inside the Texas sports hall of fame. You start looking at the names that go into that into that Hall of Fame every year, and then you look at the, the names that go into this Hall of Fame every year. It's it's just really really pretty cool. I was looking toward because this was uh, something that you and I would it would be near and dear to our heart. I was looking at the latest class, and it was a, a few, it was a few weeks ago, maybe in a few months ago, but the class of uh, broadcasters and writers that went into the media wing of the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McClain. Uh, Brad Sham, Randy Galloway, uh, just just to name a few uh, that went into that class. So pretty darn impressive there as well. Three good ones. Yeah, Frank Gleber, the late Frank Gleber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Mercer. Uh, Bill Mercer was, man, I'm telling you, one of the first voices of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Voice of North Texas forever. Yeah, and, you, and the Sportatorium. Well, in the Sportatorium, he did the wrestling forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, North Texas grad. Yeah, Eric Nadell. Uh, you know, just just a pretty and uh just, you know, just a in, in, impressive class. It, it, this the, with I with our state so diverse, you get terrific people that uh, you know, and are well deserved. So, uh and I will tell you this, here's here's that free plug. Uh if you get a chance, check out the Texas Sports Hall of Fame over on University Park's Drive. You got an afternoon with it, you know, it's raining, there's you know, you can't go play golf and you're just looking for something fun to do to get out of the house. You'll love it. You will absolutely love it. You'll you're you're, you're going to walk out of there and go, "I wish I had more time." Because you can't see it all. It is so cool. Such a such a great place. Superb facility. I know a lot of people they they host, you know, they rent the the facility for parties and things. Uh it it's 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 great for that. I mean, if you you got a maybe a uh, a graduation party or a wedding reception or something like that, what what a great place to to hold that event. So you can do that as well. All right, uh, there you go. So Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and that's the twenty twenty three 
class. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, we just I was just looking at their website before we went on the air with all the cool stuff going on. Coming up on the program today, we're going to continue previewing the Baylor-Texas Tech game as uh, Brandon Salise will join us. Uh, R.J. Ochoa will check in, latest news and notes on the Cowboys. And uh, we'll we'll talk some high school football and, and some college football with uh, Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald. That is all straight ahead this morning on the program. This is game time. And uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And right now, they got a great selection on 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs. Uh, a great selection uh, right here in Central Texas with uh, great deals going on and great financing opportunities. In fact, they've got uh, several different models that have 2.9% financing for 72 months plus rebates and other models with a 0% financing for 72 months. And, of course, they got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles and an award-winning service department to go with it. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. You want to, you, you, you've got a question about a vehicle? Call Ted Teague. He'd love to hear from you. 254-772-1000, 254-772-1000. Or you can check him out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Jensen, the great voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders for football. Well, you're going to get to experience the, the <laughs> night game on a Halloween weekend. <laughs> Love it. Everything that goes with it. And then uh, having Patrick Mahomes there. And from what I understand, with the new INL rule, uh, NLI rules, he's, he's still got eligibility. So we're hoping to up Tune in to the voice know. of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business. And that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including Oklahoma State at Kansas State, Ohio State versus Penn State, Baylor versus Texas Tech, Kentucky versus Tennessee, Michigan State versus Michigan. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 25 25- Four seven four nine six zero six nine. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized dental care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in C-Store for details. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Seven eighteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we get ready to roll through a uh, Thursday morning. We're glad you're with us. Eighteen minutes after seven. I, I, I don't know if you caught the commercial for the John Moore Show uh, that you can hear every weekday at three o'clock. John was uh, at a commercial with Brian Jensen, and Brian was saying, "Hey, it's going to be uh, it's going to be the Bears and the Red Raiders. It's going to be a night game. It's Halloween weekend. It's." Uh, there may be a little atmosphere going on <laughs> in, in Lubbock. And, or, you know, earlier this week, Dave Aranda was asked about the atmosphere, you know, because he was, a, I believe, a grad assistant in Lubbock once upon a time uh, for Texas Tech. So he is very, very familiar with night games at the Jones, as they say. Uh, and here's Dave Aranda talking about the, what uh, what should be a lot of fun. I think they're they have passionate fans. I think it's it gets to be loud. I, I remember when I was there, like the frozen tortillas, and um, and just you know, I think it's a it, it's a fun place to play. I think you get into um, you get into college athletics to be in environments where you know it means um, it means something to, to people, and you're playing for something. You know, something's at stake, and it all kind of matters and everything, and so. That, that, you know, that's going to be the case coming up Saturday night. 
Or I, I was thinking about that. There, there's some that even though they're on the road, they're in that environment. They kind of thrive on it, kind of get excited about it. It's fun, even though they're they're it's the the applause and all that's for the other team. And then it can also, for some, if you let it, be intimidating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's how you embrace or don't embrace the fact that there's this place is going to be rocking Saturday. No matter what, it's going to be rocking Saturday night. I think it's how you how you approach it and and you know how you embrace it. Well, you have you have to embrace it. You have to enjoy it and take it in. And then the next thing you have to do is do something positive for yourself to take the crowd out of it and get them interested in in other activities <laughs> that they can that they can partake in. Well, they've been they've been in those activities all day. Long. Well, and, and I know because I mean, but you know, you you don't want to let them get whipped up into a frenzy. You'd rather yeah. have them. You know, wondering, hey, I, w- I wonder what time it is to head to the club or whatever they're going to do that evening. So <laughs> if you can do that, take them out of it a little bit. Uh, and the more times that you can do that, the okay. better off you're going to be. So from the 903, is the Texas Tech game a must win for the Bears? If they lose, can they still make a bowl? Uh, the The schedule doesn't get easier, as it sounds silly to say, but OU might be the only game that they will be favored in if they lose to Tech, and that's uh, from the 903. First of all, no, it's not. I mean, uh, listen, with every win, you improve your your bowl standings, if you will, uh, the quality of bowl that you're going to. Uh, but, no, I mean, you, you have to have a minimum of six wins to be bowl eligible. Now, there have been times, as you know, I think even last year we had we had an issue where there was not enough qualified teams, and so the NCAA had to allow five and seven teams to go to some of these bowl games. But look, the more wins you year get, before last wasn't it? What, oh, it may have been. Tw- yeah, it may have been. But the more the more bowl wins you get, I mean, the more wins you get, the better your bowl. The more money the bowl pays, the later in the year it will be. I mean. Heck, they start bowl games, what, middle of December, December 15th, 16th, something like that? Yeah, 15th, I think, is yeah. the first one. So, no, this is – from that perspective, it's not. Uh, uh, well, I, you, you're right. It's not. But, I mean, things get much more difficult, as he's pointing out, yeah. too, though, because you, you go to four and four if you lose this game. Right. And both and, of them do. Yes. And then you have Oklahoma in Norman. Mm-hmm. And I know Oklahoma's down, but it's in Norman. So it's a road game, um, and, and that I mean, you just don't know. Uh, then you're back home with Kansas State. Are they going to be with a healthy quarterback? Are they going to be you know down a quarterback? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Then you've got TCU coming in. What's TCU at that point? I mean, are they still rolling undefeated? Yeah, possibly. You know, they could get beat Saturday in West Virginia. Who knows? But still, then you end. In Austin with the Horns, who more than likely will already be eligible at that time and may may be playing to get to Arlington. What? Minus Oklahoma, all of those teams are going to probably be still trying to play. Trying to get there. Yeah. Kansas State. Yeah. TCU. Yeah. And and, and Texas. Yeah. And, And again, 
that's I mean to me and I've we've said this a, a million times that's the cool thing about this league this year there's no easy outs no there's not there's not a freebie on your schedule there's not a you know color in the the middle I mean, square on, on on your bingo card they lose this one they're fighting to get bowl eligible yeah well again same thing for Texas Tech they'll they'll be four and four as well absolutely I mean it's a, it's a big game from that perspective does it mathematically put you no it doesn't no. but no, but it it, it makes it, it makes a taller hill to climb. Boy, there's and I think psychologically there's just a different feel when you're five and three, and when you're on a little when you're on a two game run of wins. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a there different is. feel than a four and four and a seesaw. Win one, lose one. No. Win one, lose one. It's not a must win, but no. it would be a it would go a long way. And it's tough. I mean, let's let's just be honest. I think the league is like sixteen and four or something to that effect. Uh, in home games in the conference, mm-hmm. I mean, it's called holding serve at home. I mean, when when you look around uh, this conference in, in in how things unfold, uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Home teams have a 14 and six advantage in on campus Big 12 uh, uh, games. TCU and Texas Tech are undefeated at home, uh, and uh, Texas hasn't lost a conference game. In their own stadium, so uh, there you go, fourteen and six. So teams take care of their home field, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of what it's all about. So, uh, and that's why when you look back for Baylor, you know you, you dropped an Oklahoma State game at home that was mm-hmm. tough, and then you had West Virginia on the ropes in Morgantown, and you let them off, you let them off the hook. Uh, you know, you can look back at. At that game, and you know, and 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 really think that you had a had a win that uh, that you let get away in, in West Virginia. And I think that was probably the most disappointing. It may be the most disappointing loss for Baylor. And I know they lost a double overtime game to BYU on the road, but I think for for me, it's that West Virginia loss that just you know, it, look, you'd scored three consecutive trips. And you you had I think what a seventeen to seven lead, and let it get away. So, for me that was the uh, that was the tough one. But to answer the question, no, it is not a must win. But in in the big scheme of things, boy, if you want to get to where you want to go, and, the, and look, I think most of these people, and I say people, I mean teams. For the majority of them, they still have aspirations to get to AT and T, including the one here. You know, so. Look, you very well could have a two two loss team at AT and T Stadium in the conference championship. You very well could. Now, for it to be Baylor, they obviously got to go on a run, and they got to win them all. They got to win them all, uh, and to win them all, you got to start in Lubbock. So we'll see how it goes. Well, you st- you actually started last week with the homecoming win over Kansas. Mm-hmm. The one thing you have to do, Ward, I don't think that they've done it yet is they've got to play a complete game. I mean, they were cooking last week in that first half against Kansas. And then they just flat let KU back in the game in the third quarter. I mean, it was just a different field, different look. And next thing you know, KU's got 20 20 unanswered on the board, and they're right back in the game. You can't do that. I mean, I know it's simple to say, probably harder to do, but you've got to go play four quarters. And if you if you don't play four quarters in, in 
in Tech, in Lubbock, it's not going to be the outcome you're wanting. It's just not. I mean, it, it, it won't be what you're looking for. You better go play four quarters. So we'll see. All right, 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to get to, uh, excuse me, we're going to get to the, uh, we're going to get to some Cowboy news and notes with RJ Achoa, but right now it is time for the Cowboy Report. Here's Christy Scales, and it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out today, and you can do so at richardcar.com. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Today is the 20-year anniversary of a great moment in Cowboys and NFL history. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 20 years ago today, Emmett Smith became the NFL's all-time leading rusher, surpassing sweetness, Walter Payton, for the most rushing yards in league history. Payton played for the Bears, of course, who happened to be this weekend's Cowboys opponent. But there's a good chance Dallas will beat without its top running back, Zeke Elliott, who missed practice yesterday with a knee injury. Zeke told reporters he could miss Sunday. That makes Tony Pollard the featured back. He's always been the complimentary guy in his career, never having to take the bulk of carries. But he says he's ready to shoulder the extra load Sunday if necessary. Whatever they ask for me to carry, I, I got it. They call it, I'm hauling. The Bears will be without one of their top defenders. Yesterday, they traded pass rusher Robert Quinn, a former Cowboy, to the Eagles. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 732, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we move through a Thursday morning, let's talk some Cowboys. They've got the Bears coming up. Sunday and noon, and we welcome into the show R.J. Achua. R.J., good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, guys. World Series starts tomorrow. Cowboys about to be on uh, on by for a week. Life is good. If you have a good chili recipe, I'm in, I'm in the market for one that time of year. Happy belated birthday. We missed you last week. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, it's all good. It's a, it's a fun time. My dad's birthday is two days after mine, so we always kind of have an enjoyable week. So did we? did we do anything extraordinary out of the out of the out of the norm i mean did you you know what what do we do uh you know um it's it's uh my first birthday with our son my wife and i uh, our son turns one on thanksgiving and so how about that a uh, little bit a little bit of a different uh celebration but but in all the best ways um so uh, i appreciate you guys asking we had a really great time okay rj uh talk to me about zeke and uh and what we're doing at running back i mean I, you kind of get the sense that Zeke is going to do everything he can to get on the football field, and you kind of get the sense that the Cowboys are going, no, you're not. We need you for other things. Let's go Pollard against the Bears. What do you think? You know, it does feel like the um, the Zeke-Pollard you know, discourse has, uh, has thankfully died down a little bit. Um, this has been such an interesting two weeks. Um, I, I don't mean to overlook or underestimate the Detroit Lions or the Chicago Bears, but it's kind of felt like the preseason um, in a little bit of a sense, just kind of um, in the sense that the Cowboys are, are an obviously better team than, than both of these units. And um, I'm not saying the Cowboys have, have not taken these games seriously, but, you know, there was it felt like there was a little bit of experimentation with Dak Prescott last week, and, and it kind of feels like that this week. Like, these do, I mean, respect, but it's the Bears, right? Like, like we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to go prove anything. Um, you know, and the fact that, that the timing of the season is the way it is uh, with the bye week being next week, I think it just makes all the sense in the world um, for what it's worth. Um, you know, obviously McCarthy himself has, has remained kind of status quo, but NFL Network's Tom Pelissero 
uh, reported that Zeke is not expected to play. Um, if you do like to, to follow the, you know, national insiders reports, Tom Pelissero is very famously close with Mike McCarthy. Um, he was the, the reporter who did the McCarthy project that went to his home when he was uh, you know about to do head coaching interviews. And uh, he's gotten a one-on-one with, with Mike and, and Dak Prescott at a training camp. So there's nobody as well connected from a national perspective as he is. And so reading through those tea leaves, it does kind of seem like the Cowboys are, are content to put Zeke on ice and, and let it be the Tony Pollard show. And I think that that would be valuable. And again, not to, to stir things up, but, but let's see what Tony Pollard can do with 20 carries. Um, now, now is the time to experiment before, uh, before things get real after the bye. The only thing with that is who is going to step in and pass block for the Cowboys if Tony Pollard is your go-to back? Is there another guy that can come in and pass block? Because we know Tony Pollard not real uh, engaged in pass blocking. Yeah, I mean, that that is one of the bigger cons um, to him, obviously. And I think, you know, you, there aren't a lot of options. I mean, um, <laughs> that, I mean could you go with the tight end in the backfield? I think you have to. Um, I think, you know, or, or you're at least providing help on that side. Um, and I think, you know, you have a very specific game plan in that sense. I mean, you're, it shouldn't. Again, I, I'm not at all trying to, to be silly about or overlook the Bears, but it shouldn't be hard. I mean, it shouldn't be difficult to, to you know, have your way with this team and, and get out to a sizable lead and just run the ball. Um, and, you know, you don't need Dak Prescott throwing the ball 25 times anyway. And so um, I think if, if you kind of stick to your game script in that sense, um, you, you can be fortunate to get through this week um, without lifting too much just in that particular sense. But, but that is um, certainly – uh, one flaw to this plan that, that is important because you already have a quarterback who was just injured. You certainly don't want to risk that again. RJ, are the Cowboys happy with how CeeDee Lamb has evolved or is evolving into the uh, the number one wide receiver? I mean, you know, it's, I mean, probably not. I mean, it, I think if you're fair and if you're honest with yourself, the answer is no. Um, now, I do think, you know, if you're defending CeeDee, um, he, he hasn't had his quarterback to work with for almost half of the time that he's, he's been a professional, um, obviously counting the 2020 season. Um, so that's, that's fair to say, but then you, you know, there are a lot of a quarter, uh, star wide receivers around the NFL who have made things work, um, with, with a hodgepodge of quarterbacks. You know, everybody loves to bring up DeAndre Hopkins this time in Houston. And so, I mean, it, I, I think, that, you know, I know you guys thought the sky was falling you chicken littles over there around training camp thought this team was terrible um a lot of a lot of the bets that they have made have really paid off and shockingly so but they did and they deserve some credit for their belief in things that's the one big bet that they've made that that hasn't fully changed you know sort of hit um i mean we've seen moments we've seen flashes but there hasn't been any consistency and it hasn't costed them but it almost did in new york on monday night football um, and so I, I think you have to be disappointed. He was, it, it's his third season. He, he was supposed to have become an alpha by now. Um, you can argue about the lack of opportunities, but other receivers find a way and he just hasn't yet. Um, and maybe I, I still believe he's a very good player, but, um, but I, I think you have to admit that it's been just a little bit disappointing in that particular way. Is this Cowboys defense good enough that, the front office should go ahead and before the trade deadline, push all their chips in and go for it. I mean, I think that they kind of did uh, in the trade for Jonathan Hankins. And I don't know what would characterize going all in like trading for Bradley Chubb or something like that. I mean, 
they've they've got talented players who they can't find enough snaps for it. And I mean, believe me, I I hate to be somebody who's like you know they like their guys. I mean, I can't believe uh, you know the, the 180 degrees that I've uh, sort of shifted. Um, it's you know, I, and I think that a lack of of that sort of activity shouldn't be conceived or, or preconceived as as some sort of satisfaction with things, some sort of not wanting to go all in. I think you could argue that they, they already made those moves, right? They already drafted Sam Williams. They already re-signed Dorrance Armstrong. Um, and I think the opportunity to, to make that sort of big move passed in the rearview window, rear window a long time ago. They could have also re-signed Randy Gregory. They could have also signed Von Miller. I don't think there's, there's that type of you know, move that puts you over some sort of hump that you're behind right now. I think they, they doubled down on their, their area of weakness, obviously defending the run. Jonathan Hankins is expected to help in that sense. It's unfortunate and bothersome that the Eagles also doubled down on things by trading for Robert Quinn. Uh, but I think they're, they're loaded up and they're ready. I, I don't know how you can ask for them to be much more talented than they already are. All right, so back in the summer, <laughs> as, as you astutely pointed out, we, uh, you know, I think we all agreed that you know, we were, at least we thought that the way the roster was constructed, that this team was not as good as last year's team. Well, we're seven games into the season. I'll ask you again, is this a better roster this year than it was last year? I think the, the answer is clearly yes on the defensive side of the ball, especially you know if you're evaluating you know 2022 Micah Parsons against 2021 Micah Parsons. 2022 Micah might be the only player to ever live who's better than 2021 Micah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, the, the defense is better. The turnovers aren't there in the same way. I know that um, overall they're, they're just two takeaways behind their, their mark through seven games last year, but it is worth mentioning they had five. I mean, they had five a week ago, so that does inflate things a lot. Um, but I, I think they're clearly worse on offense. That, that was a big bugaboo. And, and the, the worseness, so to speak, along the offensive line hasn't costed them, right? It, you know, they, they look somewhat smart and somewhat wise for moving on from Lyle Collins. Terrence Steele has played well, but, but the wide receiver position is the one area where it's kind of like, well, yeah, you guys have done all this awesome stuff, but um, you know, and, and I'm not saying Amari Cooper would be going off for a, a buck 50 and three touchdowns every week, but it'd be kind of nice to have Amari Cooper. But like, I, I, I think that, you know, that was the one area where not all, like every bet they made has yet to translate. They obviously traded away Amari who looks okay, you know, with Cleveland, CD has yet to evolve to become this alpha. Michael Gallup still isn't fully healthy. That was obviously always going to take time. James Washington got hurt, so we haven't seen anything from him. Jalen Tolbert, their third-round rookie, you know, was was a bit, you know, not as good as they anticipated. You know, barely is able to get in the uniform most weeks. Um, and so I, I think on offense, you know, they they're missing a little bit. And and you can you can talk yourself into it. It's not difficult. I mean. Dak Prescott's going to get better with time. Michael Gallup's going to get healthier. Maybe James Washington comes back. Maybe Dak helps Jalen Tolbert be more useful. Um, but but I think they have regressed on offense. But they are one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I think they're a cut below the Buffaloes and Kansas Cities and Philadelphias. But unlike those teams, they're going to get significantly better on offense as the season goes along. Why not Odell Beckham? I, I don't know who's saying why not. I mean, <laughs> you know, like at this point – um, at this point, you have to consider it, I think, in a serious way. Um, and I know people worry about the locker room and whatever. Like, if you don't trust your locker room to withstand this, you know, you've got a bigger problem in my mind. But, I mean, they, they need some sort of playmaker. Uh, and maybe I, I'm not, you know, equalizing them. Maybe you believe that's Dalton Schultz, you know, just the way Dak Prescott can utilize him. Maybe you believe that 
that all of those things are going to click and that you can survive in this, in this kind of generally down NFL until then. Um, but, but there's no question that they need some sort of help, whether that's from an external perspective or somebody in their building taking that next leap, whether it is CD or Michael Gallup or Jalen Tolbert. But what they have and what they've had going on isn't enough, even with Dak Prescott at quarterback. Speaking of Dak, do you do you anticipate Dak being uh, a lot better in week two than he was in week one? I don't know how, you know, I mean, I, I think marginally. I think it's still going to take some time. I, I do think that it's sort of preseason-ish for him. I mean, you know, we're talking he's had just a, a, a small bit of live-action football um, since the season started, right? I mean, he's so far behind in that sense, and, you know, we, we talk so much, right? Like when, when we got to kind of week four of the actual sort of way of looking at the season, there was a lot of, okay, well, you know, most of these dudes don't play in the preseason. So we're just now at the point where they're all kind of getting together, whatever. I think that that time's going to be necessary for Dak. And I think the bye week is going to be helpful for them to evaluate some things. And, you know, Mike McCarthy loves to do his across the hall thing where offense works with defense and vice versa. But um, I, I think, I think it was a fine debut. Um, but, but I certainly think some of the rust, some, some of the little things that you just kind of have to go through will be knocked off. And um, I still don't think he's you know, going to win you your fantasy league by himself uh, this week, but, but I do think he'll play much better. He's on J. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do the Cowboys do for Jordan Lewis? Is, is it going to be Kendall Sheffield since he knows Dan Quinn's defense? Is he going to be able to step in? I know he's on the practice squad right now, but is that the answer for them in the defensive backfield? I think the immediate answer is probably rookie Deron Bland, who, who's really impressed them and, and did step in for Jordan uh, against Washington earlier this season when Jordan couldn't go at the very beginning of the game, uh, had an interception. And, you know, it's it's a little bit easier, obviously, to come in when nobody's expecting things versus kind of being uh, somebody Aaron Rodgers can circle all week long to attack, right, you know, whenever he's playing up against you. But, um, but Kendall's definitely a nice point of depth. And um, I'd say, you know, it, it would be nice if you could rely on your second year, second round pick and Kelvin Joseph or your second year, third round pick and Deshaun Wright. Um, so th- there are bodies there. I mean, and, and Kendall Sheffield's not one of them, but um, he is a big loss. I-, I do think it's worth mentioning. Jordan is such a great player and they're definitely going to miss him. All right. He's RJ Ochoa. It's blogging the boys and RJ. What do you got coming up on the, uh, on the podcast? Well, you know, um, it's uh, it's a big week with the Astros in the World Series and the Cowboys uh, wearing their Navy uniforms at home at noon. It's weird, uh, but Ooh. this is our world, and we're just yeah, I know. Yeah, um, that's and, not and, right. And, that's not right. I, I also believe the Chicago Bears are wearing their orange helmets. So, oh, that's so, not I mean, right. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we're actually we're just trying to survive, really. Uh, <laughs> you know, survive, survive. It's it's um, you know we'll be we'll be fortunate to get the Sunday night. Um, hopefully the Strohs are the two nothing lead and, and the Cowboys with with a six and two record. Um, but you know one more and then uh, and then we take a big breath and then uh, you know we make it to Thanksgiving and take another. Um, things uh, things are unpredictable. This this is a wild world that we live in and um, you know it's Mike McCarthy's at the end of the day and it's a lot of fun. All right, <laughs> RJ, thanks as always. We appreciate it. Enjoy talking Cowboy football with you as always. That's RJ Achua from Blogging the Boys. Uh, he he was talking about the defense. Think about this now. The history of the Cowboys, in the history of the Cowboys, they've had a couple of pretty good defenses, wouldn't you say? Uh, Well, yeah. yeah. The Cowboys have allowed eight touchdowns uh, in 2022. That's the least amount of touchdowns given up through the first seven games of a season in team history. I mean, they are on 
a historic pace right now. It just, mm. It's just it's mind-boggling. Uh, you know, they, they, this group leads the league in sacks with 29. They also lead the league in negative plays, tackles for loss. Uh, it, it, look, if you're going to play at that elite level, just don't mess it up on the other side of the ball. Just go. Just don't. That's why I think they've got to go get somebody. C.D. Lamb is not not the answer. That's why I asked the question by himself. Noah Brown, I think it's it's it, it maybe you could. And tell he's me, not the answer either. No, I, I'm just saying I think that he has almost become a a, a go to go to type of guy. My only thing is is C.D. Lamb is he drawn a lot of doubles? I haven't paid enough attention. Yeah, he has. I mean, in all fairness, he has. And drawn. if that's the case, then the other guys have got to step up and make plays. Well, and you you need somebody else that is a more of a threat. And is Gallup that guy? Mm, he's I got the foot feed to be that guy. I know, but he he he's still getting into the swing of things right now. I mean, look, he had no training camp or anything like that. So, I mean, he's he's still trying to get there. Uh, and, and look, Odell Beckham will be kind of the same way if you bring him in, but at least he's going to draw some attention and give you an opportunity to. Would he come here? I I I think he would. Man, I st- I just I just think he still wants to go back to L.A. I I, I don't I, think L.A. wants him. Well, I I. I didn't say that. I said I think he still wants to go back to L.A. Why they haven't gotten a deal done is probably what you just said. But they're not exactly setting the woods on fire, are they? No. Okay. Well, we'll see. It's interesting, and uh, he's right. You got you got the Bears, and, uh, boy, you know, before we know it, we're playing that Thanksgiving Day game, and then you're making a push to see where, where, you, uh, where you land when it comes playoff time. Is this a playoff team as it's constructed today? Yeah, it's a playoff team. I agree. I don't know, you know, where they land. I, I could they? Do you think they win the East? No. Philadelphia wins the East. Okay. At that start of the season, sticking with it. All right. Uh with all their with all their weapons that they have, could they have beat the Eagles on the road? And I know that's looking into the crystal ball, I mean, but they, they didn't. They but didn't. they didn't. They didn't have all their weapons, obviously. I I don't think Dak Prescott makes the difference in that game. Would he make the difference in a home game against the Eagles? We're going to find out. Yeah, I don't think so. We'll find out down the road. So it'll be fun to watch. That's why. That's why you play the game. Seven forty nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We'll we'll kind of go through some of the high school games that are coming up this week. And we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas. And hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show. Wednesdays at 7 this fall. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Game plans are packed with benefits like free checking that pays you back, the ability to make deposits, and much more 24-7 at our ATMs. Local loan decisions, easy online applications, great rates and flexible terms, instant-issue debit cards with remote control features, and a free new member T-shirt. Join the team today at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and application requirements apply. Member NCUA. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Rising from the hallowed grounds of Scream's Halloween theme park is the ultimate Halloween experience. Make your way through five haunted houses. Plus, see what's new for 2022. It's the Bootleggers Bayou, the Cool Ghoul Boulevard, stage shows, and a new pub. Plus, don't miss karaoke, the Scream's DJ, games of skill, food, and more. Details and data tickets only at ScreamsPark.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the good feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Seven fifty-four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and time for us to talk a little high school football. Ryan, you got a game tonight with University and Pflugerville Conley. The rest of the games coming up on Friday night, so. Man, it's going to be fun as we get into week 10. Can you believe that? No. It is crazy. Crazy where we are right now. 
with high school football playoffs just around the corner. So, man, oh, man, in, in a lot of these games. What happened? I, I don't know. We blinked. <laughs> we blinked. That's what's happened. We blinked. Mm, so, man. is it going to be a cool night Friday night? Should be. I mean, shouldn't we by week 10 kind of have football weather? Should. We, ha- we haven't had it yet. No. <laughs> so, All right, let's go. What do we got? All right, so we'll start with the games. We'll be broadcasting at our family stations this week. Cleburne at Waco tomorrow night at Waco ISD Stadium. Tom? Uh, 0-9, Cleburne coming to town. I think Waco gets their second win. Give me the Yellow Jackets. Aaron and I agree with the Yellow Jackets. University at Pflugerville tonight. I'll take the Trojans in this one, and Aaron agrees. So do I. University. Mart at Dawson in a battle of unbeatens. Who do you have in this one, Ward? Mart. Mart. Mart across the board. Lexington at Rogers for the district championship. Tom? I'm going Lexington. Uh, Kurt Moll's team is really, really talented. Lexi? Lexington across the board. Rosebud Lott at Marlin tomorrow night. Ward? Marlin. Ah. <laughs> Boy, they're hot right now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And healthy. Uh, with all that said, I'm going Rosebud Lott. Aaron and I are going with the Bulldogs at home. Grandview at Whitney. I'll take my Wildcats in this one. Grandview. Grandview. Aaron goes with Grandview. Gatesville at Robinson. Tom? Gatesville. Gatesville. I say Gatesville. Aaron is the outlier here going with the Rockets. Cameron Yo at Franklin for the district championship. Franklin. I'm going Franklin, but I will tell you this. I think this is going to be a much more difficult task. Cameron, Coach Rhodes got the the yo playing pretty well right now. Yes, they do. But we do have Franklin across the board. Little River Academy at Rockdale for this is a matchup for low playoff seating. Tom? I'm taking the bees. Bumblebees. Bumblebees across the board. And then our final game, Colleen High, the Kangaroos, taking on the Shoemaker Wolves. Gray Wolves. Gray Wolves. And I'm taking the shoes. Gray Wolves. And Gray Wolves across the board. And that is the Week 10 Pickums, gentlemen. There you go. All right, 757. Let's get to uh, some Baylor sports news and notes. John Morris is here, the voice of the Bears. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's Deborah Check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball wins on the road. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor Soccer in action tonight on Senior Night at the Lou. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. 
An important update, Baylor Athletics Group Experiences are back. Fans can now purchase exclusive experiences on the Baylor Sports app for an elite in-venue experience at select Baylor Athletic events. Baylor football experiences include on-field photos, sideline access during warm-ups, tunnel access during the team runout, and an in-game radio booth experience with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. There is limited availability, so purchase your experience today through the Baylor Sports app to earn your one-of-a-kind game day experience before it's too late. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back, Coach Ryan McGuire and 13th-ranked Baylor Volleyball. 3-1 winners last night in Norman over Oklahoma. The Bears sweep the season series over the Sooners. They remain in second place in the Big 12 standings. Now 18-4 on the season, 7-2 in Big 12 conference play. Home at noon Sunday, hosting West Virginia in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, Baylor soccer Dodge wraps Chrysler up the Jeep regular Studios. season this at home tonight, hosting the Oklahoma State Cowgirls. A lot riding on the match tonight. It is night. Plus, with a win, Baylor clinches a spot to end the Big 12 tournament next week in Round Rock. Here is soccer head coach Michelle Leonard. There is, yeah. It's our senior night, and we want to make sure that we finish out the season on a positive note for them, um, give them an opportunity to express what it's been like to play for Baylor soccer for these last four or five years and, and really honor them as well as we're sitting right in the last spot to get into the conference tournament right now. And the outcome of that game, we could seal the deal by getting a win. We still have a potential to get in without that, but we really want to take things in our own hands and, and still have our, you know, control our own fate. And so a win would do that for us. So a win tonight, you'd celebrate all night. I mean, there'd, oh, yeah. there'd yeah. be a lot. Senior night, uh, clinch a spot in the tournament, uh, that'd be huge. Absolutely, it? it would be. It'd be a great result. And at home, um, in front of our fans, it'd be something we'd really enjoy. Michelle Leonard and Baylor soccer in action tonight at Bailey Lou Mays Field. 7 p.m. match time versus Oklahoma State. The match to be televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Also, Baylor Cross Country runs in the Big 12 Championships Friday morning in Lubbock. Baylor football also headed to Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders Saturday evening, 6.30 at Jones AT&T Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in. Hour 2 of the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend, your pal in the car biz. We talk Baylor football, Baylor and Texas Tech coming up on Saturday night uh, at Jones Stadium. And we welcome into the program Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, good morning. We appreciate it. What What are you anticipating the atmosphere may be like on Saturday night with uh, a packed house, a night game, and Halloween weekend? Well, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting one. And also, don't forget about Patrick Mahomes. That's really the big seller right there. Uh, once they announced he was um, going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor at the stadium, um, tickets went flying. So uh, it's going to be an electric atmosphere, with, um, especially where both teams sit. Um, Joey McGuire's reunion with Baylor. Um, Baron Morton, is he going to start? Is he not going to start? A lot of like storylines going into this one. And, um, you know, for both teams, uh, a really big game that I think people don't need to, um, you know, all, with, all the, with all that being said, all those events going on, the actual game itself for both of these teams can propel them to obviously, you know, that bowl season that both are probably shooting for right now. Um, huge game for both of these teams though, that, um, 
I think it's going to be just an incredible atmosphere, night game at, in Lubbock, the weekend of Halloween, like you mentioned. And um, those are always fun ones for sure. Brandon, who starts at quarterback in your opinion? I think Baron Morton. I don't think you fix what's not, what isn't working. I mean, he's obviously shown that he can run the offense. He will run the offense in the future. Um, you know, once Tyler Shuck is gone, he has an extra year of eligibility. Obviously, don't know what he's going to do next year. Um, halfway through this season, obviously, so you know we're not going to get answers until later. But um, I think you you have to start Baron. He's he proved himself really against Oklahoma State before that injury, um, against the tough team on the road in Stillwater, and then he you know walloped West Virginia last week at home. I don't see how you don't throw him out there with this offense running. Um, especially that fast tempo they get it. I mean, they, there hasn't been a drive since that Oklahoma state game, the first drive, at least that the Red Raiders haven't gone down and at least scored and just did it fast and lightning quick and just got that offense rolling. Cause before they were struggling um, with Donovan Smith, they were struggling to kind of get that flow and that momentum going early. And Barron's just done that for you. Do you see this offense using multiple quarterbacks uh, will they rotate quarterbacks could could we see three quarterbacks on saturday night you know joe mcguire has talked about all season about having all three on the field at once once they're all cleared will that time has finally come will we see it i think we probably will just because of how much it's been talked about um will we see it a lot i i, I doubt it i think he really needs to kind of focus on just baron morton just kind of or at least one of them if he does make the decision to go with just one um whoever he does decide i think he kind of just sticks with it i think he might you know throw in that three quarterback package just to maybe throw things off especially if the game's close or something if he really needs to use that and kind of build momentum with that little three quarterback package. And everybody wants to see what it looks like. Cause you know, especially with Zach Kittley running the offense and just who would take the snap where everybody else would align. And just because of just how much talk it's been, I don't think we'd see it uh, very often though. How healthy is this offensive line for the Red Raiders right now? You know, with the, besides right tackle, I think everybody's pretty much uh, pretty healthy. You know, you lost Monroe Mills, Matt Keeler comes in and he did it pretty well last week. Um, Obviously, with Baylor, um, a lot of talk behind their offensive and defensive line this week. Um, they're very aware of how good those those two units are. Um, besides, like I said, besides that right tackle, I think, you know, obviously bumps and bruises here and there. But um, I think that offensive line has pretty much gelled really well and has stayed pretty much pretty healthy um, besides that right tackle. So, And then Monroe Mills, that right tackle that we were talking about, um, he's still questionable. So we'll see if he even gets cleared before the end of the week here. Because um, there is a possibility of that. Do I see that happening? No. But um, Matt, Matt Keeler expected that at right tackle. Talking with Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, you mentioned the uh, the significance that both of these teams with, the, uh, with identical records, both uh, overall and in conference play. We were asked earlier today, is this a must win for, for Baylor? And I'll, I'll ask the question, is it a must win for Baylor? Is it a must win for the Red Raiders? I think when you look at the schedule, I mean – Earlier, I don't think with the Red Raiders, uh, specifically with Oklahoma, you know, you thought that was going to be a, a pretty much an, um, a loss for you. After seeing how the Sooners have played, um, you know, you have them at home to finish the season. You still got Kansas, and then you also, um, you know, you have Iowa State and then TCU on the road. Um, you get Baylor at home at 630 in a night game. I think it really is a must win. I think this win obviously will put them at, at five, five and three. And then 
moving forward, um, like I said, just looking at the the rest of the of the season, I think it just kind of puts you in a really good spot. I don't think if you, I think if you know they ended up losing it, it's, all hope isn't gone, obviously. But it really, really would um, do a lot for this team. Like I said, especially when you got to go take on TCU the following week in Fort Worth. Um, you still got to face Kansas, who's been better than everybody expected. Then you get Oklahoma, who hasn't been what everybody expected, but is also still, you know, the Sooners who have still rolled, rolled over opponents like they have, like we're used to seeing. So I think this one um, for both teams is just a really, really, a really good opportunity, really. I wouldn't say it's a must, must win, but it's definitely going to do a lot for either team, whoever comes out on top. How important is it for the running game to help this offense to be able to go as fast as they want to go? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be really big. I don't think anybody's really well. I think I don't think anybody hasn't taken advantage of the running game, but um, or really hasn't spoken about it because you know, East Roger Thompson and and Taj Brooks have just been as um, you know as hyped as they've been all season, preseason. The two headed monster they lived up to it, and um, they've obviously been able to find success and. Like I said, with a young quarterback, it takes a lot of pressure off of Barron um, if he does end up starting again. Um, takes a lot of pressure off of him just because you can rely on that run game. You can get downfield and you can actually score um, in the red zone. You never know what the Red Raiders can do. Um, and that will be an interesting thing to see if they run that three-quarterback package in the red zone, especially with Donovan Smith's ability to run. So um, they, they bring just different elements to the game. You can kind of play around with the offense and give them in specific – positions to score and just kind of and then Taj Brooks and like like I said Sarabi they're kind of two different runners so but either one of them at any point can really break through and just take it for at least 20 30 yards you never really know they're they're really really patient runners and then again Taj then you got Taj Brooks who kind of just finds a hole and shoots and then Sarabi will kind of like the veteran he is really wait and see and and just kind of find his holes and go um, two very different running backs, but they work very, very well on this offense. You mentioned Thompson and Brooks. Thompson with just six or seven more carries than Brooks and about 60 yards more than he does. So it's very balanced. How do they use them? I, you, you talked about how different they are. How do they How do they use them and how do they rotate them? Is it based what, – what's it based on? It's based off the hot hand, really. Um, I think um, – I want to say the, the West Virginia game um, – because they still got Cam Valdez, the freshman who is supposed to be, um, you know, the the next big star here and um, the next running back, but he's been banged up, so we haven't really seen him. Um, but with these two, um, Coach McGuire said the other day, um, I think Sir Roderick ended up, you know, having X amount of carries more than Taj, and he was just like, yeah, because we were riding the hot hand, and then the next week Taj had more yards, and we're just riding the hot hand, but they still do balance out the carries, like you mentioned, um, pretty evenly at least. But um, you'll you'll see them kind of lean more towards whoever's having a little bit more success against that, against the defense um, during a specific game, and then kind of just go from there. For this Red Raider defense, can they stop the run of Baylor and get off the field? Yeah, that's going to be a, a huge point of uh, emphasis this week. I think um, Tim DeRuiter isn't really um, really worried. I mean, he's obviously worried about the pass game, but he knows what they can do against the, the two running backs over there. Um, the defensive line is going to have to stay healthy. You know, they're, they've shown that they've had the, the, especially the starters, that they're able to do that. Once you kind of get them rolling, if Baylor really runs that ball and gets them tired, um, the depth there is kind of is kind of weak. 
So if they can kind of just stop the run early and make them force them into more of a passing situation, the, I think the Red Raiders will be in in good shape. I think if Baylor gets the running game going, that's going to be a it's going to be a long one for them. We're going to need a lot of help from your linebackers, um, your Tyree Wilsons of the world, and um, like I mentioned, once you get those Red Raiders um, going, and especially with the offense being so fast and the defense having to be out there so long or so quick and right after a drive, it could really end up like hurting the Red Raiders. Joey McGuire says that they want to snap it a hundred times. That you know they they're they're ninety six and they want to get it to hundred. I mean they they want to go with this air raid offense. So with that in mind, is that the key? Could that very well be the key to this football game? Is who gets the tempo in their favor? Bader with the deliberate run game and you know and play action pass and and uh, Tech with with success on first down and going as fast as is humanly possible. Could could tempo be the key to the football game? Yeah, I think tempos are a really, really big key. And not to mention, you mentioned Ferg getting first downs, but especially going for it on fourth down as many times as they do. Um, just uh, getting to that 100 play mark and really wearing out defenses early. We saw that against West Virginia, um, players going down on the first drive of the, of the game. And just because of how fast that they move the ball. And like I said, with Baron Morton finding success, they've been able just to do that against teams. And they've obviously come out on top against West Virginia and then Oklahoma State, you know, they have the lead at half. So it's worked for them. I think uh, Baylor really needs to be prepared um, strength conditioning wise just to really not leave the field and just kind of use your substitutions when you can and and then also not to get caught with 12 men on the field and um, Texas Tech's been able to do that really really successfully and um, it really hasn't hurt them and this offense has shown that they that they're in really really good shape to actually hit those hundred hundred plays every game and you know I think they lead the FBS and plays per game according to McGuire so and uh, he doesn't plan on changing that after this week. I know they don't want to settle for field goals, and if you get in the red zone, you've got to score. Both of these teams will be trying to do that on Saturday. But special teams-wise, who's that, who has the advantage in this one? That's a good question. Yeah, I haven't really thought about that one. Uh, I think I would say with Baylor, just because of how much uh, non-experience the Red Raiders really have, especially on punt team, uh, with how often that Joey McGuire goes for it. Um, you know, we really haven't seen them – on the field too much. You got Austin McNamara, uh, one of the best punters in the country. And, you know, we really haven't seen much of him just because Joey McGuire goes for at least, you know, uh, fourth and two, fourth, fourth and three. He does not, does not shy away from that. So I think just experience wise, you might be able to give the advantage just to the, to the bears there. Hey, uh, we, um, we, uh, we, we appreciate your time as always, Brandon. Thanks so much for, for being with us. Enjoy the game on Saturday night and, and I uh, look forward to visiting with you again real soon. For sure. Thank you. Have a great day. That's Brandon Slees from RedRaiderSports.com. And, again, you can check out all the good stuff with uh, with uh, RedRaiderSports.com with Brandon. Uh, 814. I, I was just glancing at a couple of numbers here. Or, go ahead. I'm sorry. He was talking about fourth downs. Uh-huh. You want to know how the Red Raiders act on fourth down? They go for it. I know that. Yeah, absolutely they do. Against Houston, they were two for three. NC State, they were one for four. Against Texas, which turned into 27 points. They were six of eight, one for three against K-State, four of seven, which turned into 24 points against Oklahoma State. They were six of seven last week on fourth down, turning into 14 points for the Red Raiders on fourth down. Six of seven last week. And and here in River City, they do the same thing. I I mean, Coach Aranda is not afraid to to go for it. And I don't know if it's an analytic thing or if it's a field thing.
you know, that's another that's another issue to who wins the fourth down battle because look, they uh, they look at at fourth down as just another down a lot of times here with the Bears. So it, it is interesting to see how this thing will all unfold on uh, on Saturday night. I was just I was looking at the two running backs and 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 how you know he he described them as very different running backs, but the results seem to be the same. Thompson, 79 carries, 392 yards, averaging 4.7 a carry. Brooks, 70 carries, 332 yards, 4.6 yards per carry. So they're getting the basically the same production just in two very different ways uh, out of those running backs with Texas Tech. Should be a lot of fun. Look forward to it. Uh, 8.15, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Midway Coaches Show with Shane Anderson is brought to you by Automatic Chef Canteen, Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, and TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, you're coming off a 50-21 uh, to 21 loss to the Bryan Vikings. That, uh, that loss puts you in a, a must-win situation uh, this Friday night when you, take on, when you take on Weiss. Yeah, that's correct. You know, we... Uh... You know, kind of shot herself in the foot at home last week and uh, didn't play real well. And, you know, like I've told people, uh, told people Friday night and this weekend, past weekend, you know, I'll never take anything away from, uh, you know, another group of kids and another coaching staff. You know, Coach told us that his kids ready to play. Um, and, uh, you know, their quarterback, uh, Goodman, he come back healthy and, you know, he's been, he was injured and had some time off and he was fresh and, and he played really, really well. And, uh, you know, they beat us fair and square. And, uh, so back to the drawing board, we got one more opportunity to win a game. And if we win, we're in. When, when you look at your football team in its totality, do you like where you're going? Do you, do you see the growth and the development in the program right now? I know that the scores aren't what you want and, and you haven't had the wins that, that you, that you strive for, but do you see the growth in the program? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, you got to be here to see it. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, it's internal. Uh, you know, our, our kids are doing a good job with all the things off the field, which you know, to me, that's where it starts at. That's where building the program starts. You got to fix the person first before you worry about the player. And uh, you know, and so we've uh, we've done a good job there, and then we've been really, really close on the grass. I mean, we really have. I mean, we've we've been in in almost every game we've uh, we've played at halftime, and then uh, you know for one reason or another uh, we can't finish it and uh, you know it's not the same unit it's not the same side of the ball it's not the same phase of the game each time it's it's different it, it bounces around and so that makes it frustrating but uh, you know hopefully we can put it together this Friday night and give our kids an opportunity to, to win win and, and, and get in ESPN Central Texas When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. 
Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 20. This is game time here on ESPN Central. About time you played some good music. (laughs) It's on a rotator. Well, doesn't have to be. Thank you. Tell him he can get over there and master mix. I'd love to. <laughs> Do what? Yeah. Hang on. Think I got a song. Ward White's on the later. ones and twos. <laughs> Give it to me. I've heard that a million times, and I still don't know what it means. <laughs> on the ones and twos. Here's one. Here's two. Spin. Okay. Oh, I can do that. Okay. I'd have George Strait on one and Clay Walker on the other. <laughs> Boo. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with that? That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Let's try it. Why not? What's going on this morning? Oh, it's uh, it's Thursday, right? Gee, yeah. welcome to the party. I just <laughs> this week has gone by like all. What do you call it? Fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that the word we're looking for? Yes. <laughs> In a hurry. Trying to wake up, I guess. So today I'm going to tell y'all playing with those cows all night. I didn't get to play with any cows last night. Oh. But I will you take chocolate milk. Did you find a brown cow? No, no, but a lizard crawled on me and I about lost it. <laughs> oh, the country life. So I'm going to talk to you all today about pigeon racing. Oh, one of my favorites. And okay. it's very popular here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Australia. It's on ESPN. For real? No. Maybe on like ESPN 27 or something. Um, it's real popular, of course, in the UK. Um, but anyways, I thought this was interesting. Do you know? I think that, Mike Tyson has pigeons. I thought he had tigers. I think he has both. He's got a zoo. He's got his own zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, these birds can fly like eleven hundred miles and return home. They can cost up to a thousand dollars, and the most expensive pigeon in the world is called a Belgian racing pigeon. And you're not gonna believe how much this bird costs. One point eight million. Oh come uh, on! How much? One point eight million. No. What the internet said. Oh, well, then it's got to be right. <laughs> it's fact. But they're really smart. So, and they'll live for like 20 years. 
and they you start them from their home and they take off and whoever they used to carry the mail for everybody. No, they didn't. That was the stork. It's called carrier pigeon. That no, was that, not the stork. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Oh no, stork carries babies. <laughs> they used to use. Didn't they use the pig, uh, carrier pigeons in World War One? Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, they did to deliver letters. I learned that in history class. What do you class. think mail is? <laughs> What do you mean? What do I think mail is? Is a letter not mail? It, right. Yeah. Then why did you say they didn't? I just remembered that they did. Oh. Plus, I saw it on Discovery Channel once. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> they, they strategic things that they wanted to get done, they would use pigeons. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that these birds are kind of smart. But my thing is, what if they get lost along the way and they can't find their way back? That's why they're called homing pigeons. They don't get lost. Because they come home. They go back to where they're nesting. Right. They right. don't get lost. But if they do, they can survive in the wild, and they actually like it. That's what it said. <laughs> that's what they're going to the jungle oh, they, out in El Paso. Do, do they, <laughs> if they get lost, they go find them. Hey, are you having a good time, pigeon? They yeah, might. I'm fine. Yeah, I don't want to come back. Oh, I'm okay. good. But they don't like hawks or eagles, so they try to fly away from them. Hawks and eagles may want to have them for lunch. <laughs> uh, I know. They could just... <laughs> So I wouldn't like them either. <laughs> but do you know that they can fly up to 100 miles an hour? So now, wait a minute. Yeah, they're fast. No, so, no, if, no. So how long would it take them to get to Dallas? Wait, what? Well, if it's 100 miles or more. Do they fly as the crow flies? I mean, you know, it would still or do take they go a, down 35? Well, they don't have to be on a road or a highway. They're in the sky. As the crow flies. I don't even know what you're talking about. What is a crow She fly? gave you the stop sign. Do you see that? <laughs> I don't that. even know. Up with the hand and the stop sign. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if it's 100, if they go 100 miles an hour, well, look, I go 80 miles sometimes to Dallas. It still takes me 90 minutes. So that's like 100. What did I say? 100, yeah, it's still going to be an hour and a half. <laughs> it is? That's how long it would take me. You get in your car. Your truck and go 100 miles an hour to Dallas, which is what, 90 miles or more? 95 miles. Or more. It could be 96, and you're still going to get there within 96 minutes. You weren't lying either. The well, first When off, do the, I ever? I always tell y'all truth. The, the average flight speed for a pigeon is 60 miles per hour, but but, but the, for racing pigeons, the fastest speed ever recorded by a pigeon was 92.5 miles per hour. Like I said, almost 100 miles an hour. See those facts, Ryan? They don't go with our theme here. <laughs> so it'd be fun. I think we should all go get a pigeon. They're what? expensive. Yeah. I don't even know. You got $1.8 million? Well, no, you can buy go one. Go out for to f- the bridge. I bet there's several <laughs> under there. <laughs> oh, gross. You can buy one for 400 No, they breed them. You can get one for free. No, you want a special breeding pigeon if you're going to enter it into a race. You, you can get money. You couldn't teach. Just an ordinary pigeon to race? No, that's like teaching an old dog new tricks. That doesn't work. Well, you can do that. I don't know. That's why it's an old saying because... You can't do it. Oh, you can't? I don't think so. I've never seen it done. Coco a new trick yesterday. Well, Coco ain't old. Oh, okay. There you go. Anyways, pigeon racing, your sport for the day. All right. that's uh... Can we Can we do that around here? Why, go to the bridge and find us some pigeons, and we'll try it in the back. Okay. I mean, we never got to see the giraffe. Oh, or the camel. Or the camel. Or the, oh, 
We can all go to the zoo. We can have a field trip. Do they have pigeons at the zoo? Probably. They fly around and poop on you. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, y'all have a good Thursday, and let's go find some pigeons. Go fly a pigeon. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh, what are we going to do about this rash? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I think. 826, left turn, back on the highway, please. Where do we go? Uh, did we ever come up with the percentage of tech's success on fourth down? Uh, yes, 20 of 32 was 63%. All right, there you go. So both of these teams, like, don't have a problem with fourth down. So there's another little nugget to keep an eye on Saturday night when the Red Raiders and the Bears get together. 4.30, by the way, for the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff just after 6.30. Look forward to it. So, good stuff there. We mentioned the Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. Well, there's, you know, a little question on will Zeke be available? If he is available, how much does he play? Do they need him? And uh, Tony Potter was asked about the possibility of getting the start. Uh, I mean, it's just next guy up, you know, in this league. You know, that's the only thing that's guaranteed, you know, injuries. You know, it's a 100% injury in this league. So um, it's expected, and, you know, the next guy's got to be ready to step in. I mean, whatever they ask for me to carry, I, I got it. They call it, I'm a holler. They, <laughs> uh, they call it, I'm a holler. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that great? I, I heard that this morning uh, going through some of the audio, and I went, we're going to use that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, 828, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where they have got their layaway program going right now. Morrison's Gifts, it's uh, it's never too early to be thinking about the Christmas and uh, suddenly, you know, you look up and boom, it's here and you haven't done what you need to do. Well, why not go ahead and start now, put it into a layaway program. And, and, uh, when you, when you get to Christmas, then uh, you're going to have everything taken care of and you'll be in good shape. You can, um, you can spread those payments out over several, uh, over several weeks or months, or whatever you set up with them. And, uh, you can do that when well, you can't do it over months because <laughs> it's a December be here before you know it. Choose from John Harden, Consuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat, plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. They've even got stuff like uh, Waco memorabilia. If you want to send like a, a Waco coffee mug to, to somebody in, in Italy, uh, why, you know, why not let them do it for you? They can, uh, they can ship it for you. Uh, and they and they're going to offer you free gift wrapping. They're going to do all the little things that separate them from the other guys. Separate them from the big national box stores and all that kind of stuff. You're going to love that local feel, that local flavor that you get when you uh, when you do business at Morrison's Gifts. They're located at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. That is right next to Jason's Deli. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, if I was your professor, try to put yourself back in the days of being 18, 19 years old, would you sign up for one of my classes? Like if I were my age and you were a college student, you think you'd like to be in one of my classes? I would weigh my options. That would be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Aaron would look around. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Lockridge Priest, providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. Family-owned and operated with skilled and knowledgeable technicians. If you have issues with your AC, heating, plumbing, or electrical, call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670. Or LockridgePriest.com, proud sponsor of Central Texas High School Football. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars. A rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Texas Truck Love. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 8.33 and top of the morning to Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trib. Bryce, good morning. How are we? Just fine. How are you guys? Terrific. We appreciate uh, you being with us as always. Let's start with college football. Let's begin with the uh, the Baylor trip out to Lubbock. 
and a game with the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, this should be, with everything that's going on and, and, and all the history, and, and all, this should be an electric Saturday night. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Saturday night in Lubbock, we know that's a tough place to play historically. And And speaking of history, I mean, you're talking about, you know, one of the most competitive series in the Big 12. It's hard to get a lot more competitive. They've played 80 times. Uh, Baylor's won 40 of those. Tech has won 39, and there is one tie in that uh, in that series. So, uh, you know, it's been, uh, you know, back and forth over the years. And then, you know, oh, you've got the fact that they're going to be honoring uh, Patrick Mahomes on uh, Saturday night. That should have the crowd in a nice lather. Uh, they love Patrick Mahomes there. He's one of the best football players in the world. And they'll be inducting him into their ring of honor. Um, Chiefs have a bye this week. So, of course, he's, you know, obviously going to be there. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, and then, you know, you throw all that aside, you've got uh, Joey McGuire going up against his old team in Baylor and his old boss and Dave Aranda. Um, you know, that there's just a lot of subplots to this to this matchup and two teams with identical records, uh, both four and two, both three and three in the big 12, uh, both, you know, still trying to push for bowl eligibility. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun matchup. Um, looking forward to it. And, um, I, I think it could come down to the wire. I mean, uh, I think all those intangibles that we just mentioned are really in tech's favor, but, uh, you know, that hasn't really seemed to matter this year in the Big 12 in terms of producing close games. What does Baylor have to do to come away with a win in Lubbock? Oh, uh, you know, obviously some of it's boring stuff, like, you know, just execute and, and you know, take care of the ball. That's a big part of it. But, uh, you know, I, I think I am – starting to see the offensive line get back to where we, I think we thought they would be. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, last week was such a weird game uh, in terms of, you know, they, they kind of dominated for a half and then, you know, then they didn't. <laughs> uh, and it, it was, it was a very uneven performance by Baylor and that's, you know, kind of been the story of their season. So they got to put together four quarters. I mean, it can't be, uh, you know, it can't be two, you know, I mean, they, they got to put it together. They've got to, they got to play a complete game. Um, and that has been elusive this, you know, this year. When you look at what's ahead for, for Baylor, uh, for the remainder of the season and, and the road games and, and things of that nature and who's still on the schedule, when you look at this game, is is it in your eyes a must win? Uh, I, I, that's a that's a good question. I mean, I think if you ask Baylor, and you know the the goals that they still are clinging to, I think you they'd probably call it a must win. Um, personally, I don't think they're going to make the Big Twelve championship game. I mean, uh, so I, I, no, I wouldn't call it a must win. I mean. Uh, you know, there's still some games out there. I think they can get. Um, it, it it has been interesting to me to <laughs> to see how the uh, 
the home schedule, I think we may have talked about this, has gotten increasingly more difficult as the season has gone on just because, um, you know, nobody expected uh, Kansas and K-State and TCU to be kind of what they are this year. I mean, they're they're all pretty good teams. TCU undefeated. Um, you know, Baylor won't see them for a little while. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a very – balanced league this year i mean it's just dog eat dog and um it's hard to go through that unscathed and uh i i think it's gonna be a tough tough game to, to pull out a win for baylor but i'm not gonna put it past them either bryce high school game of the week for you uh i'm gonna go conley madisonville um to me that one's a you know a, a district championship game both teams two and oh in district uh, how about Kiefer Sibley last week, guys? Hmm. I mean, man, what a game. Those are just video game numbers that he put up, 424, seven touchdowns. They had, I think, two touchdowns in that game that were over 90 yards. Bryce, I was uh, there. I got to see it with my own two eyes. It was pretty darn oh, impressive. That's that's a good one to go to in yep. hindsight in terms of just uh, seeing an, uh, an incredible individual performance. Uh, what a week it was, by the way. I mean, it was just insane, mm-hmm. completely lit to the hype that we uh, we built it up. But but yeah, I, I'm I'm impressed with Conley and what they're doing. And you know, this is a tough game. They got to go to Madisonville. Um, if you look at just both teams on paper, um, the the stats, the results, certainly the results uh, are are very similar. And, you know, so it's going to come down to execution and that kind of thing. I think Madisonville obviously is a little more balanced in terms of their offensive attack. Connolly very much, you know, keeps it on the ground. And why not when you have running backs like Kiefer Sibley? Uh, but, yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. Uh, that's where uh, DJ Ramirez will be for us. Wortham last week uh, with uh, a fight, particularly in the first half with with Mart, and now this week it's an eight and zero Dawson team. Do they challenge the Mart Panthers in this battle of two eight and zero clubs? Um, maybe for a little while, uh, but I mean, it's it's always like hard for me to to pull uh, or to pick against Mart. Um, they just they're kind of a machine and. To me, you got to give a lot of credit to uh, Kevin Hoffman and his coaching staff. So uh, DJ wrote about this in, in today's paper, but uh, Kevin on the verge of a of a historic win. If he if he wins there, uh, that'll be his hundredth win as the uh, head coach at uh, for the Mart Panthers, and that that will make him one hundred uh, and eleven. Uh, you know, one hundred wins, eleven losses, uh, and that among that's ridiculous yeah it really is i mean (laughs) mean, that's let's just be honest that's ridiculous it's a 90 you know percent winning percentage (laughs) and uh, among uh coaches in texas high school football history with at least 100 wins it would be the second best winning percentage of all time so i mean you're talking about a guy that's you know only coached uh as a head coach there at mart for eight years They've got three state titles. I mean, you know, <laughs> they're like I said, they are a machine. And um, to me, they went in. We we kind of went into this year uh, thinking, 
oh, you know, all those guys that they had for, for three, four years that were, you know, such such stud guys, uh, they had to replace them. You know, Mart might be a – when I say Mart might be a little down, I, I meant like, you know, <laughs> state semifinals kind of thing. And then uh, they just came in and just started mowing over teams, and, and they're doing it with one of the best uh, offensive lines that they've ever had, you know, according to Kevin. So, yeah, uh, I like Mark in this game. <laughs> University plays tonight, uh, taking on Pflugerville Conley and trying to position themselves in a, in a playoff spot, a better playoff spot. They're already in the playoffs, but what a turnaround for the Trojans. Man, yeah, uh, you got to give Kent Laster a lot of credit. Uh, you know, it's you're you're right. It's been quite the rise and and you know they're they're a fun team to watch they put a lot of points on the board they've got some playmakers um and you know they're just they've just learned how to win and how to pull out close games and um yeah uh it's a great story i mean you know obviously first playoff berth for university since 2009 um that's a big deal i mean you know and, and i'm sure it was quite the the celebration last week there at Waco ISD uh, when when they uh, you know wrapped that one up. Cameron and uh, and Franklin are, are going to tee it up uh, Friday night and Cameron with a six and two Mark Franklin's eight and zero but Cameron's really got some quality wins. I think this has the makings to be a pretty good football game. Yeah, yeah, and you have to wonder uh, from a Franklin perspective playing you know Lorena one week and Cameron the next you know, if they can hold on, uh, because, you know, they're, yes, they're the number one team in the state with good reason. They're very good, but man, that's a, that's a gauntlet to go through. I mean, essentially what you're doing is you're, you know, if you're Franklin, you're preparing yourself for deep in the playoffs and the kind of teams you'll face. Um, so yeah, it should be a, a really good game. I mean, Rick Rhodes and the Yeoman, uh, like you said, have some excellent wins and some big time playmakers, and um, I I think it's basically a toss up game. I mean, I, I kind of thought it was like that with uh, Franklin Lorena too, and you know it turned out to be like forty eight, forty nine to thirty five, uh, kind of a high scoring game. I would not be surprised if it were a similar type uh, shootout kind of game. Bryce, can you remember we 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 mentioned last week being one of those weeks where, look, we hyped it up as as big as anybody, where you had so many quality football games, and and for the most part, those games lived up to the hype. Can you remember a, a Friday night like last week? Not really. I mean, it was it, like you said, it was just electric, and and I think you have to start with. Uh, one versus two. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, how could how could you not? I mean, and the way it ended, <laughs> and the way it ended. I mean, just incredible. Uh, I mean, Thomas Barr. Um, you know, I think I saw a tweet from maybe Drake Toll who cover who calls their games on the radio that you know Thomas Barr will never have to buy a drink in Chinese <laughs> I mean, let's uh, let's remember he's not of drinking age yet. But, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Thomas Barr, the kicker for China Spring, uh, makes a, a a kick, and I so we had a guy there, Brian Coates, um, and I saw him a couple nights ago, and he said, 
man, that kick would have been good from 50 plus. Uh, it was into the wind, um, big time stuff right there. But China Spring, I mean, what can you say? Uh, Tyler Beatty's team has just, um, they're playing really, really well. And it's, you know, it's a little bit different kind of a team in terms of, um, you know, with Major Bowden last year, I mean, he was basically a running back at quarterback. You know, I mean, he was he was tough. He could uh, – and, and they, you know, they utilized that. That's not to say they, you know, obviously didn't ever pass the ball. But Cash McCollum, certainly more of, you know, your, your kind of traditional passer, uh, maybe a pocket passer. Uh, with you know a little bit of running here and there, you know, he, he, so it's it's a different kind of team, uh, but still very very dangerous. And uh, I think that game last week, probably you know, the regional final uh, preview. I mean, you know, I think those two teams will meet again. All right, uh, Bryce, uh, what is forthcoming in uh, the uh, the Waco Tribune Herald Friday and Saturday, and of course Sunday. So obviously lots of high school football coverage, and then uh, John. Oh boy, we're loading up the party bus to go to Lubbock. I mean, uh, oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's John and me. Listen to this: John, me, Rod, and Chad, all in one vehicle. Really, that will be interesting conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. I hope we don't throw anybody out in West Texas. Uh, that's a possibility. <laughs> It really is. Uh, the other thing I'll mention, uh, I do have a Baylor volleyball feature coming this Sunday on uh, the McGee sisters. They're they're quite a tandem for uh, for Baylor. And then next week, guys, Monday, uh, high school volleyball playoffs start. Uh, that should be a lot of fun as well. All right. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. We appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much, Bryce. Have a great one. All right, you too. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Cherry, our sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald. 848, this is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. The Clifton Coaches Show with Brent Finney is brought to you by CNO Fencing, Clifton Feed, Citizen State Bank of Clifton, Leon's Floor Covering, and Royal House Pizza. Coach came up short against Lexington, but still a couple of games to play in this district. You're still not out of things yet. You still got play things to play for coming up the next two weeks. Yes, that's right. I mean, Lexington's a good football team, and we did some good things that we can build on. But yeah, the bottom line is we've you know we got two more games with uh, with still a, a chance to advance. So our ultimate goal to make the playoffs is still in reach. Start with Elkhart this week, and that's a good football team defensively. Do you need to set the tone against them? You know, our defense has done a good job all year, uh, you know, playing very consistent, playing very solid. You know, if we can just limit the big plays, they got a couple of big play potential kids. If we can limit the big plays, uh, they're, you know, and do a good job of just controlling the line of scrimmage up front and not letting them break on you know, some long runs, uh, to be, you know, a really good start for us. Offensively, how important is it for you to get on schedule early in this ball game and be able to stay on schedule? Offensively, that's the biggest key for us. We've got to we've got to maintain possession and stay ahead of the chains and try to keep our defense off the field uh, and give them some breaks and then just grind it out, you know, and and not give them extra possessions by turnovers. And special team wise, can you flip the field here and also give yourself a chance maybe to have an explosive play and, and change the momentum in a ball game? 
Right. And, you know, we've done some good things in the return game. Uh, it'd be nice, you know, one of these guys to set us up in some good field position or possibly pop one. But the, definitely we need to be able to flip the field and not allow them to have any big returns. ESPN Central Texas. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Leon's floor covering has been a Clifton staple for over 70 years. They know how to get the job done right, from taking it down to the studs to building it back up. Leon's can handle any room you need remodeled. Stop by the store to check out their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore paints. Leon's floor covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call today, 254-675-8686, or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pot fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Texas Truck Love. All right, day 52. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan. little conversation internally about the uh, Baylor-Texas Tech game. We, I think we have... Differing opinions on how Saturday night may may roll, but that's fun. Let's uh, let's go. So uh, Bears and, and the Red Raiders and Joy McGuire had met with the media uh, earlier this week, and he talked about the matchup between his offense and the Baylor defense. You know, on defense, I think uh, Ron Roberts um, has his fingerprints all over that defense. I mean, I got to work with him for two years, learned a lot from him. Um, they do a great job with their pressure package. Um, you know, Ron uh, is kind of known for what they call creepers or simulated pressures, and he does a good job. 
Uh, defensive line-wise, they're not the best in the conference. They're pretty close to the best in the conference they've got. They go too deep um, in the D-line, and, you know, they're led by their nose guard. Uh, Apu is is a really physical guy, and he's an NFL guy. You know, we're, we're excited to play them. They are the Big 12 champs, you know, and right now they're the standard that everybody's going to be measured by. No matter what anybody else's record says, they're the ones that have the trophy out of last year, and so uh, it's going to be a great uh, game and uh, excited to play those guys. Ward, interesting how he's positioning this thing. They're the Big 12 champs, and they've got the trophy and, well, and that kind of thing. they are until somebody I, knocks them off at the I, end I of the year. It. I agree, I, I, and, and, it's, it, and that's the facts, but when you look at what's going on right now, these two teams – you know, are both four and three. These two teams are two and two, and he's not talking about that. He's talking about Baylor's the Big Twelve champs, and you know, you got an opportunity to play the champs. It's it's an interesting position that how he's positioning this this football game on Saturday night. Well, you have an opportunity to beat the reigning champion, and anytime you have that opportunity, you you have to take advantage of it. And and look, let's let's be honest. Both of these teams are trying to get bowl eligible. That's their goal now. I I don't think either one of these teams can look at hey we want to get back to Arlington there's gonna why not they they don't what they hang on why they don't control their own destiny at this point they don't they have to have some help sure they get there okay so now you're you look at it and go first and foremost we have to get bowl eligible and then if something happens then we can start looking at that. But we've got to win football games right now. All right. Just knock them down one at a time. we got to go, but we'll, we're going to continue that conversation tomorrow. 8.55, that's going to do it for us, for Ward and for Ryan. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.